you, Stacy. And good morning, boys and girls. It's the Leaning Tower of Cheesa. Fool you with that buddy buddy act now under your thumb. Yeah, yeah. Your favorite popcorn. You're just jealous, man. Cause you ain't got the boots. Hi, welcome to a Goofy Movie Minute. This is a podcast where we talk about a Goofy movie in minutes by minutes. Your minutes. I'm Brianne, and I'm Nathan. And we are at minute 24 today. Minute 24 begins with Max and Goofy driving through slash away from town on the freeway and ends with Goofy popping an 8-track into the 8-track deck. Yep. So we left off last time. We're wondering what city they might be driving out of. I think I figured it out. Where do you think? Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Why? How so? Well... I I figured that whatever town they live in is probably a little bit outside of this city, right? Yeah. And when it came time to leave, they had to head into the, the hub, which would be the city. And when I looked at the skyline, I was thinking maybe Chicago or something. But yeah, that's skyline. what I was thinking. I looked at the skyline. I couldn't really see the types of buildings I was seeing. Then I looked up on the goofy Wikia. Oh, yeah. And it said, or the Max Goof one, it said, I don't want to say what town they left. Well, we've been we've been teasing where they live for a while. I know we're going to see the map at some point. Yeah. But now it's important. So it says, and it's not ever going to say their town name, I don't think. Okay. But we- the town name is Spoonerville. Is there a real Spoonerville? I don't think so. But it's in Ohio. Okay. So when I looked up Columbus, Ohio and looked at the skyline as it appeared in 1995, it looked pretty similar. You see this building, which I think is the Leveque Tower. I don't know how you pronounce it. Okay. And uh, it was built in 1927. It's the seventh tallest building in Ohio. In Ohio? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where does it rank in things that I have referenced to? Um, well, it's the seventh tallest in Ohio. So you know Ohio, right? You got an idea for generally how tall the buildings are there. I've seen a building. <laughs> it says here, taller than everything Brienne's ever seen. Okay. Second tallest. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know what the tallest building I've ever seen was. Probably something in New York. Here's, here's a comparison. If you were to take this building and put it in the Grand Canyon, it, it would uh, not survive the fall. Oh. Yeah. I think this building is better to... To have a good foundation, not be at the bottom of the Grand Canyon, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because the the river will kind of erode away at it, and then the building will probably collapse. Yeah, plus, it's tough to figure out parking. Well, you just build a bridge to the top, and then you get in at the top floor and take the elevator down to the bottom where you work. Oh, that's interesting. Like, all the executives work at the bottom. Yeah. And all the newbie people and janitors and stuff are at the top floor. Yeah, and you know how you bring a message up to the top floor? How? By mule. <laughs> That's right. It's just like like sitting outside the window like whatever noise mules make. Well, the mule <laughs> the mule takes the elevator. Oh. <laughs> we got technology now. Go- <laughs> it just motions with its ears for going up or going down. Yeah. It- Avoids small talk. 
it, it, it clops its its hoof. Uh, so anyway, that's I think it's Columbus, Ohio, for that reason, okay. as well as no other reasons. That I, was- <laughs> I'll take that. I actually went as far as, I think it might be Chicago, and then I didn't research it at all. So I'm going to trust yours. Well, as they, this is kind of interspersed, but as they drive through, you see a lot of brick buildings, definitely an older city. You see smokestacks and things like that. Yeah. So I've been to Youngstown, Ohio, and it kind of looked like this age. Okay. But with, I think probably the last thing built in Youngstown, Ohio was in 95, so. (laughs) Okay. Well, whatever city this is, it's... The place where Goofy gets to retrace the steps of his boyhood. Yep. That's what he says as he films on his video cassette recorder as he also is is changing lanes and driving erratically. Yeah. Looking all around at at the scenery as well as over at Max while he's driving. In this whole scene, I was trying to estimate how many times Goofy actually looks at the road. It's a very small percentage. I'm going to say maybe like 8% of the time he's looking at the road. Yeah, okay. The rest of the time he's like actively avoiding looking at the road. He's looking at the window. He's looking at Max. He's looking through his camcorder. Yeah. He's looking at stuff in his hands. Well, to be fair, you can look at the road through your camcorder. That's true. He's not most of the time. Yeah. He's wildly erratic. We've had a few different point of view shots now. I was trying to think of them. There's the one... When Max is running through the the wheat, the very beginning, you just kind of see his hands in front of him. Oh, yeah. When Goofy is looking through the camera earlier. Principal Mazer when he's looking through the blinds. Yeah. When Max is power line looking out at the audience. No, that's that's like a point of view shot, but it's actually just the reflection in his glasses. Oh, yeah. And when Max wakes up from his fainting spell. Yeah. Well, the way that he's filming with the camcorder now Looks, it kind of preempts the Blair Witch Project. Hmm. It could have started a whole trend of found footage animation shows. Was the Blair Witch Project in black and white? Probably not. Uh, no, I don't think it was. Well, I don't think this is either. Because my family had a video, one of those big cassette recorders, and the viewfinder was black and white, but it filmed in color. Yeah. So even though it's black and white when it's in the recording mode... Yeah. I I don't think he's filming in black and white. So, the camcorder that he has, I was thinking about this, because during the 90s, we had a camcorder, but it was huge. It fit a whole VHS cassette in the side, and it was really heavy. Mm -hmm. Um, And the one that Goofy's holding is pretty small. Like, it fits in the palm of his hand. So, I was... Yeah, that's true. I was looking that up a little bit, trying to get an idea. Because later on, we did have a smaller one, and you could put, like, a little tape in it. Mm-hmm. And those ones came out, uh, they had, like, 8-millimeter film. I was looking that up, but I always thought 8-millimeter film was, like, the really old-fashioned kind that, like, comes out on a film roll, and you, like, project it into the movie theater, cut it with your hands. <laughs> um, but well, no, it's it says 8-millimeter film for, for those smaller ones, and that's where you get those little tapes. But it took me a while to find this. You could get those in the 90s, but they were between like $900 and $1,600. Wow. So Goofy's either stole it from Kmart, where he works, <laughs> has a huge passion for film photography, 
as well as normal portrait photography. Yeah, filmography. Or is secretly very wealthy. That's why he could just quit his job. Oh, I figured it out. He's, I don't know if it's that secret. He was in all those movies. And whereas Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse blew through their fortunes with their drug addictions, Goofy remained relatively on the straight and narrow. Yeah, and he was more into like investments. That's where he took risks. (laughs) Oh, that Goofy. (laughs) He's always flailing around, putting his money everywhere. Uh, Yeah, it's dangerous. Yeah. But he pulls it off. He's a klutz. Okay, so, yeah, I guess that film, the size of the film, those old cameras that you did have to go reel-to-reel, there were 8 and 16 millimeters of those, too. But when you put film on a cassette, it still has to be a size, right? Yeah. It just means that they're smaller cassettes, whereas like a... Like a VHS. Like a re- VHS, yeah, how, how big are those? I don't know. Yeah, those those little tapes you're talking about, they were just 30-minute tapes. Oh, okay. Yeah, but... It's uh the thing I'd be worried about back in 1995 is how long the battery would last. Yeah, true. Those did not last long either. No. Yeah, and when I think about that big one, there's this gigantic battery that like went in on the side, and you'd have to plug it in. Mm-hmm. And it was like a brick, like <laughs> as heavy and the size of a brick. Yeah. So. So he's filming around, and then he says, "And here's Maxi." Which is, of course, a reference to The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. Oh. Here's Johnny. Oh, yeah. And also The Shining, which was referencing that. Oh, really? That's what that's what, that's a reference to? Yeah. Because his name wasn't Johnny. It was Jack. Yeah. I guess I just never thought about it. That seems just like so iconic that it, it always just existed. Yeah. I never thought about it. When I was a kid, I saw a Stanley Kubrick advertisement it was like a stanley kubrick collection and it had that clip yeah so i thought that was stanley kubrick was jack nicholson I thought he thought was, it was stanley kubrick yeah, I thought like but man he looks a lot like jack nicholson you're like that director is in a lot of movies it's weird <laughs> sometimes he's acting sometimes he's directing yeah i don't know why i thought that the director would be in that scene yeah i was dumb now Alf- look at how much i know about movies alfred hitchcock is actually a bird oh he was a lot all of people of the don't birds. know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just the main one. Yeah. Okay. So as they're driving in the first shot from the city, I wanted to point out that there's a ring of dust or clouds around the buildings. You like pollution? That? It's like a halo around the skyscrapers. Oh, weird. Yeah. You see the brick buildings and the factories and stuff as they're driving by. And, and there's a sign for a hotel. It says hotel on it. Okay. That's fine. But what I feel like they said when they were talking to the animators is they passed by, because, you know, the, a lot of the animation was in French. or you know, Oh, yeah, I do remember people. you saying that. And I don't know if they communicated that very well, for, but I was, I was hypothesizing, because they go by a building that says hotel. Like they said, they drive by stuff, like a hotel and a park. There's another building that just says park on it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. So I think that they were just like, they didn't know what that meant. Well, so they were just like, oh, park. Yep, there's a hotel. It says hotel. Here's a building. It says park. That's the park, obviously. Yeah, but on the highway, there are those signs that just say like gas, food, lodging. But it was yeah. on a building. Oh, okay. Maybe it was a parking structure. Maybe it was a place that was a lot more ahead of its time. Like those hipster restaurants that are just called like food. Fork. Yeah. <laughs> Kitchen. Fud. 
food. <laughs> it's F-U-D with the... Yep. What is that thing called? Almost the little line, the horizontal line. No, like the U with the dots over it, like Uber. That, that's umlaut. Umlaut. I almost called it ublik, but that's that goopy stuff <laughs> you make out of glue and starch. Ah, umlaut, lat, ba, umlaut, doodlaut, do. That's how I remember it. So, getting back to our characters, the uh, Goofy recognizes that Max is not into this TV show that he's making, and decides to suggest playing some games. Yeah. Or he needs to come up with an idea of something entertaining to do. Sure. Max says, not now, Dad. And he, Goofy is able to go through all of his pockets and eventually find it in his back pocket, a thing that just says games. And he's kind of narrating it to himself. He's like, ah, road bingo? 20 questions. And then he's so excited. Yeah. Because he doesn't want Max to know what game they're about to play. Except he's about to tell him. Well, he doesn't, actually. And actually, the game they play is more accurately described as one question. Yeah. I, so that was... Okay, so the things on the list were storytelling, road bingo, 20 questions. And Simon I think, Says. I think the last one was Simon Says, which would be very boring in a car. Yeah. Um, like Simon Says, open the glove box. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I didn't say Simon Says. Yes, you did. Yeah. Oh. But the thing... So that list, I have a few issues with because you don't need a written out list of this. When you're like, what kind of games did you used to play when you were a kid? You're like, oh, like hide and seek and Red Rover, Red Rover and basketball or what, you know, like you just think about it. But that's that doesn't really work for the audience. So I think that list just exists. So like we see his little thought process going on. But, but you, you mean you don't keep playing that like the NHSL league, the National Hide and Seek League? Oh, I was a funny story. I was on track to get a full ride scholarship mm-hmm. to for that league. They but, couldn't find you. Yeah, <laughs> too good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, so the the game that they play, he just says man or woman, right? Yeah. He doesn't even tell him to think of something. No, he does. He says, I'll, or, he says, you think of a character and I'll try to guess who it is. Or you think of a person and I'll try to guess who it is. Oh, okay. So, he says, man or woman. And at this point, Max looks so bored. Borderline, like, either, like, bored or very high on heroin. Something. Yeah, he has bored personality disorder. (laughs) He looks like he is drooping and... About to like pass out from boredom. This flower is wilting. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how bored he looks. Yeah. And so he says, man. And and then Goofy doesn't need any more questions. He just needs to think about it for a long time. Oh, hmm. It's a toughie. Walt Disney. He says, right. So this could go a few different ways. They play this game and they always guess Walt Disney. Because they said man or woman, it's a person and they're dogs. It's the only person they know exists. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because Walt Disney gave them their... Is like the the, the gatekeeper between animation world and the it's real like world. If humans played it and they're like, you try to gra- guess a divine creator. Yeah. <laughs> like, God? <laughs> yeah, you did it. <laughs> yeah. Because they don't, they don't know any others. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, 
The other option is that he just wants this game to be over. So he just said, man, and then whatever Goofy said, he would say yes. Yeah. Because he just, he knows he'll guess right away. And I'll just be like, that's right. Yeah. Both are very possible. That, but Goofy doesn't get to go because he says, now I'll think of one. And Max turns on some shredding alt rock on the yeah. radio. This like, would you describe it as alt rock? I was thinking like metal because it's like, someone's wailing. shredding. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what is the verb? Shredding. I was thinking wailing with your fingers. You can wail. Wail. <laughs> wail. Yeah. He's air guitaring along immediately. That's, you can't like pick this song. That's my main problem is he, he turns on the song and is instantly air guitaring along with it. Within like half a second. You just like. Yeah. It'd be fun to try that in real life. Hey, can we turn on the radio? Ah! Like, you know how much it takes to get in. This is the whole reason like opening bands exist. Mm-hmm. Is it takes a long time for you, your energy to match music's energy. Yeah. And he's just like instantly into it. Got to tap those feet. Yeah. Then you sway side to side. Then you start lifting up your legs. Pretty soon you're moshing. Yeah. But you got to go through a little transition. Yeah. You got to, it just, it doesn't just happen. Well, this movie's not very long. We don't have time. <laughs> no musical foreplay. Uh. Um, but yeah. And that also, like, he's so enthusiastic about this song. I also find it hard to believe because his biggest music icon at this point is Powerline. And this is not very similar at all. I'm not saying he's not open to more music, but not that into it. Maybe he's faking it because he just wants to pretend to be into something so much so that they don't have to talk. Yeah, I guess that's possible. Plus, Prince is a really underrated guitar player. That guy could shred. Maybe yeah. Powerline could also shred, but this isn't him. Yeah, I'm like, he doesn't even have a guitar, although we'll get to something later. So do you know what band this is? Oh, you figured it out? No. Okay. <laughs> what, what, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's just a generic. What band might it be? Hmm. Uh, I was thinking maybe like a Guns N' Roses at that time, you know? Yeah. Like a... Could it be Metallica? A Guns N' Roses type song. It doesn't, it doesn't sound heavy at all. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's pretty fast. But it's a little. That's why I was kind of saying like alt rock. It didn't seem like it didn't seem like eighties hair metal at all, and it didn't really seem like. I don't. Well, I don't want to offend our metal listeners by botching all their genres. But is that the difference? Is heavy metal like Metallica, and then regular metal is like that stuff that was in a Goofy movie? Well, and there's like speed metal and death metal. I mean, like Black Sabbath could be heavy metal, and that's not fast at all. Yeah. Or like Deep Purple. I don't know. Anyway. I need to know more about this. I will see who comes up with these little bits. Like, I wonder if someone did it for this movie or if this is just in the the library of if you need a thing. Yeah. But if that's the case, it would be really cool to track these fake songs through through movies and TV shows. Oh, yeah. If someone like, recorded just a little part of it. Like the little sample of of whatever music just, like, moves the plot along. Yeah. I would say it's almost like a sound alike, but I don't even know it's trying to sound like something. I'm sure in the script it just says puts on modern rock music. Yeah. Aggressive rock music and then and then they have to do it when they're putting the film together cuz they don't really care. They're not going to pay for a real song. Yeah. Especially like one song that Goofy, a beloved icon, doesn't seem to care for. And I was trying to think I know that they wouldn't have put this in, but I was trying to think of like what 14-year-old kids in the mid-90s would be into? Like, what kind of music? 
Hmm. I would think it would be more like ska, honestly, or like. Oh man, sublime. you're gonna love an extremely goofy movie. Oh, so I'm or I'm correct. It's ska. <laughs> okay. No, it's extreme. Okay, extremely ska movie. Yeah, I when I think of the '90s, I think of like a big sublime poster next to a Nirvana poster. Next to some neon socks. Hey, Kurt's dead, man. (laughs) So as a way to bond with Max over music, Goofy decides to show him the kind of music that he's into. Yeah. He's trying to bridge the gap. Max loves music. Well, if you like this, you're going to love whatever I'm putting in. And so he grabs an eight track of his like four eight tracks. Which nope. I, I actually wanted to look up and make sure that that kind of car does have an 8-track player. Yeah. The AMC Pacer. And it does. So that checks out. All right. We got it. Just want everyone to know that this is realistic. They could have a CD player up on the dash plugged in. Oh, yeah. And don't they do that in Wayne's World? Yeah. When we got the money. <laughs> yeah. Did they have an 8-track adapter for their CD <laughs> I don't player? know. I was just thinking that. Because I had a tape adapter for my truck. Maybe they, maybe they hardwired it right into the amp. Oh, that'd be cool. CD players back then were expensive. Yeah. And especially ones with good enough skip protection to actually be in your car with not that great of suspension. They'd be skipping constantly. Yeah. But they also have the Red Vines dispenser on the roof. So <laughs> Goofy well, could have gone for that as well. Everything was so expensive in the 90s. Like when I was looking up the camcorders or like $900, everything was just way more expensive. Yeah. Like technology wise. So yeah, Game Boy was five hundred dollars, and now like you can get a portable CD player for like twenty bucks now. You can... Well, that's old technology now. Yeah, but even I mean, like getting even... a CD player back then would have been like buying a, a brand new iPod. They're pretty expensive. Yeah, like the full size iPods were like four hundred dollars. Can you even get an iPod anymore? No, they don't make them. They, okay, they like don't make have... the classic ones anymore. You have to get like a phone, right? Yeah, or buy it used. Okay. So anyway, but he says, oh, you want to sing a song, huh? Me and my dad used to sing this one all the time. I don't think he wants to sing a song. He wants to air guitars. Yeah. Goofy's acting like maybe they've never played these games before, and now he's going to play him this song surprise. He only has like three eight tracks. This is their only car. Like, how How is any of this new? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Did he pack these eight tracks, like get them out of a dusty box and... He's bringing them just for this. Yeah. It just seems, it seems like they should know each other better than this. I know that teenagers and their parents don't always talk a lot, but he's a single dad. It seems like they would have had some of these conversations at some point, even if they don't talk. Yeah. You don't even need to talk. Like, eventually, you would put in an eight track <laughs> to avoid talking to your son. Worst case scenario. <laughs> oh, yeah. And. Even in, like, the first scene, he's like, oh, I can give you a ride to work. So you know that, like, they do drive together sometimes. Or ride to school, I mean. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, it goes without saying that they ride in the car. He probably went to soccer practice and stuff. Soccer? Whatever whatever parents drive their kids to. Yeah. Other than driving them crazy, am I right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're right about that one. I know. That's why I said it. So I've got something. (laughs) Yeah. We looked up the general reaction to this movie. I think we talked about it in the very first episode. But I want to see what, what critics actually thought about this movie. Okay. So I want to read some of a Roger Ebert review. Ooh. He gave it three stars. 
out of five or ten? A hundred. <laughs> okay. So anyway, here it goes. About two-thirds of the way through the screening of a Goofy movie last Saturday morning, something goofy happened. The movie was suddenly upside down, and you could see the jagged lines of the optical soundtrack zipping along the right side of the screen. This was not a good sign. As Goofy would say, Garsh! I was in a theater with about 200 kids who made loud noises of protest, confusion, and delight. Eventually, the movie was stopped, and the manager explained that there was a technical difficulty and gave us all passes for a future screening. Since we'd gotten into this screening for free, that was a good deal. But now I'm faced with a deadline and a review to write. What to do? It occurred to me that since I had seen a movie in progress, I should write a review in progress, simply by supplying you with the notes, written and mental, that I had taken during the movie's first hour. Such as, is Goofy a human or a dog? I once met Bill Farmer, who does the voice of Goofy, and he gave me the definitive answer. Pluto is definitely a dog. Goofy is sort of the missing link between dog and man. <laughs> the movie is the not- missing link. <laughs> The movie is not really about Goofy, but about his teenage son, Max. Today's kids are so youth-oriented that Goofy is too old for them to identify with. Max wears shades and wants to take his best girl-slash-dog, Roxanne, to a rock concert. (laughs) Kind of got it. Goofy is a single parent. Someday, I would like to see a cartoon about the court battle he went through to gain custody of Max. (laughs) (laughs) All the animated characters in Disney movies have a thumb and three, not four fingers. Is it true that Walt thought this was a good idea because it makes it impossible for them to flip the bird? <laughs> Wait, you could still flip the bird with three fingers. Uh, wh- uh, you still have a middle finger. But it wouldn't be the middle. Yeah, but it's the middle of your main fingers. It's well, not the middle of your four. Oh. <laughs> I guess so. You'd have an even number of fingers counting for, your thumb. I, I agree. <laughs> it would even seem more like the middle finger. For everyone at home, I'm staring at my hand right now. <laughs> I've never seen him fing, though. <laughs> This is ham-fisted, whatever that means. (laughs) What does the bathroom look like in Goofy's house, and how does he use it? At one point, there's a moving truck in the movie, and on its side is painted, Starving House Pets Movers. Nice touch. (laughs) I realized the human potential movement has gotten completely out of hand when I heard Goofy telling Max they need to spend more quality time together. Another sad sign of the times we live in, for the first time in cartoon history, Goofy locks his car after he parks it. Oh. Cute moment. During a fishing trip together, Goofy suggests they play car games. I'm thinking of a person, Goofy tells Max. You have to guess who it is. Is it male? asks Max. Yes, says Goofy. Walt Disney? says Max. Right, says Goofy. So he got the people mixed up. Get the characters wrong. That's as far as I got before the movie went upside down. (laughs) How many stars would I give a Goofy movie? Well, at the time they stopped the show, the star meter was clicking at just a shade under three stars. But let's round it off to three and call it a day. Um, I won't read the little end part, but the reason I wanted to read this one this time is because this is exactly where yeah. he stopped re- watching uh, the review, which is, I would like to say that I had held on to this until now. You just happened to look it up yeah. today? Wow. And if we'd watched even one more minute, it would have been further than he did when yeah. he rated the movie. So I thought it'd be fun to see where we rate this movie so far, like Roger Ebert. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's like super serendipitous. <laughs> Oh, cool. I think that he gave a fair review. It sounds like he wasn't paying attention during the last scene, but that's okay. Yeah, he got he got the characters wrong. I really like that he noticed some of the same things we did or speculated about them. Yeah. We talked about the fingers. We talked about that. We didn't actually resolve <laughs> it. He talked about the starving house pets movers. <laughs> so, what is the bathroom like? That's so funny. Yeah. It's just a hydrant in the corner. Yeah. 
That would be funny. But then that makes it seem like the hydrant they hit on the street would just be like a porta potty. Oh yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it's both. It, it's both. it also it? supplies plumbing to their house. There's so many movies where cars run into porta potties, which I think is a little darker. Because what if there's someone in there? Oh, there's no people in fire hydrants. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> well, so is there anything from our book about this minute? Oh, the book we wrote. Yeah, it's more of a pamphlet. <laughs> Let's read from the official A Goofy Movie Book, adapted by Francine Hughes. While Max thought about Roxanne, Goofy drove through the countryside. One hand gripped the wheel, his other hand held the camcorder. Goofy turned to film Max. How about a wave? Screech! They swerved all over the road. Not now, shouted Max. Quickly, he covered the lens. Goofy grinned. Oh, yuck, you are such a kidder. How about playing a game? Max didn't want to. He didn't want to sing songs. He didn't want to talk either. He was too upset about Roxanne. No. That's what he's thinking. He's not thinking I don't want to spend time with my dad. He's just singularly focused on on the girl. That's not too surprising for a 14-year-old boy in love. Yeah, that's true. I'll allow it. I'll also allow it. So you've got two allowals from us, Rex. Go ahead and pout. <laughs> little whiner. <laughs> I was listening back to the episode with Austin, and I disagree. I think when you're a kid, little things like this are more important. They are the, it's your whole world. And since this movie is made primarily for kids, even if it's not, it's okay to have the movie be focused on that. Yeah, I do. I disagree with Austin, too. Are you talking about how he said that teenagers are terrible, essentially? He was talking about how the plot of the movie isn't important. Oh, because because it's just about getting a date, and he's in junior high school. The plot of the movie is about, like, and I think we can tell from where we are right now, but merging the goals of Max with the goals of Goofy and hoping that they meet somewhere on common ground at some point because they start out as such two different people. Goofy is right that they do need to become closer. He doesn't really know anything about Max's life, but he's not fixing everything by doing this trip. He needs to actually fix things about the way he communicates, Yeah, not take them someplace. Like, taking them someplace isn't going to fix it because he's not listening to anything Max says. And his, his idea of getting them to bond, as you can see this, is to do things that he felt like his dad and him bonded over. But the truth is... Those things were probably in between what he liked at the time and what his dad liked. So, yeah. like, this song, well, we haven't heard what song he's going to play. But, like, he's putting in a thing that's probably, like, that was, like, halfway between their musical tastes or something. And these mm. games were, like, he loved games. There were no, like, video games or anything. So, he loved games and his dad liked talking. And so, these games are, like, talking and games or something like that. Yeah. And now he assumes that halfway between his dad and him is the same as halfway between him and Max. Or he's not even thinking about that, which is probably even more likely. And if you trace back the Goofy family tree long enough, you will find the most boring person on the planet. <laughs> Lamo meter off the charts. And so Goofy. <laughs> so Goofy. <laughs> the... the far back ancestry of goofy is just like someone sitting at a table like squeezing lemon into their earl gray tea <laughs> that's, oh, <yuck. laughs> that's crazy i know yes. all the kids are into this <laughs> well you see that you know it's like 
the old rebellious music from from like the early 60s yeah or, or like elvis like shaking his hips and and like making the societal norms fall apart yeah i think about that in terms of buddy holly being like this crazy punk guy ripping up the establishment and then you listen to it and it's like oh pegasus pegasus yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like the punk rock of his day. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> like, so, like, if Goofy uh, put on that, his dad would probably have lost it. Yeah. But instead, like, they're able to find some middle ground. Although, I'm gonna say, music in the '90s was way more offensive than it is now. Like, rock music was, and like rap. Oh my gosh, that's true. Yeah, like it was so bad. Like, I wouldn't want kids to listen to it. But now, like, the music that's popular, some stuff is like kind of offensive but like the turn down for what video yeah is like weird and kind of offensive but not nearly as bad as like the p diddy videos of my childhood two live crew yeah yeah i'm gonna bleep all that it'll be really fun <laughs> not not the whole thing just the little pieces little bad words yeah <laughs> or like such as to the windows to the walls <laughs> I'll let our listeners finish that song. But yeah, it is all. And what about with rock? Like, I mean, Blink-182 had like offen- offensive songs. That wasn't really the 90s. It was like the 2000s. But I saw a sticker at a bar we went to last night for a band. And it said, Punk is dad. <laughs> I think that sums it up. Punk is dad. Punk is dad now. <laughs> yeah, I like that. All right. Well, that's the end of this minute. That's the end of this episode. Why don't you... Like us on Facebook. All that stuff. We're going to follow you on Instagram. We're following you. We're going to art the photos of, of you and your siblings' family reunion. Just hanging out with Grandma. Like. Yeah, that'll be us. So, follow us back. Email us at a goofy movie minute at gmail.com. Sure. And send us an email about, about uh, what band you think that sounded most like. And what kinds of genres of metal we neglected. Or some footage from an old family road trip. Send us the tape. Yeah. Don't send us the tape. No, just put it on YouTube and then send us a link. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. We'll link to it on the page so everyone can see how you bonded with your dad. Yeah. All right. What's uh? You'd like to sing a song, eh? <laughs> I'm good. Hey! A Goofy Movie Minute is not endorsed by Walt Disney Pictures, Walt Disney Television Animation, or Disney Toon Studios. The podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. A Goofy Movie and all names, characters, images, and audio are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. You can get in contact with the podcast creators at Minute at gmail.com. The Minute by Minute podcast format was created by Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer of Star Wars Minute. You can find that podcast at StarWarsMinute.com.